What's up, everyone? It's your boys, uh, the Goof and Goober Show. Uh, my name's Regan, and this is... This is Matt Letters. What's going on? Oh, I shouldn't have said my last name. Ooh. Um, now people know where I am. They're going to search me online. Uh, I can edit that out if you want me to, or we can start over. Uh, no, it's fine. It's the okay. first episode. It's the very first episode. We're really excited uh, to get into this. This is something... It's been in the making for years. Um, uh, we're going to kind of get into that about who we are and why we started that. Um, but uh, but first, let's get to know each other uh, each other a little bit. You know, type down in the comments. Uh, we want to know who you guys are. We want to hear about you guys' life and all that stuff. And i uh, love to hear that. But uh, i like to hear about Matt. Matt, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, like what the heck do you guys want to know? Well, um, I let, let's a let's a little bit about yeah. So you know a little bit about me, just a little bit. Just a little um, bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay, so let's let's start it off here. So, um, new father, um, about a year and a month, two months. Um, she's fourteen months old. She's about to be fifteen months. She oh, is just started taking her freaking steps dude and it's like that's crazy like today she took like i don't know i don't even know how many steps probably like 40 50 steps all by herself um Jeez. and like she's been going on these runs where it's like 10 steps a, a piece so um love it love it to death um stay-at-home father uh kind of uh, so i work from home <laughs> I, do, I work for a marketing company uh where i do sales so i work from home so i get to spend a lot of time with my family it is such a blessing right. uh to be able to do that because it's like i mean you know because like you i mean you you don't work at home so it's like being away from your family and yep. you know having an opportunity to be home all the time it kind of sucks at times but it's like i would never trade it for for the world yeah. um just because i'm with them all the time so i get to experience a lot of stuff that i wouldn't have been had i been at a different job um but uh, outside of that um so currently oh there's my daughter right now say hi scarlet hi oh matthew now you gave away your daughter's name hey. oh, no. oh ah yes um actually while you're here do you mind grabbing me a water since i gave her my water um <laughs> that'd be great there's like nothing in here um so outside of outside of the company that i work at um i do split some time um with a college football program we both play football there yep. um at crown college it's in minnesota um so i do spend a lot of a lot of time outside of work um just just getting uh you know doing football stuff recruiting um you know talking with players and, and getting to know you know those guys and help them grow and and you guys will kind of learn as we go you know we're a christian uh, we're a group of uh, christian guys we're, yep. we're a bunch of dorks and want to have fun doing it um but we also just want i mean we want to worship jesus and and let you know give him everything we've got yep. um because without him we're, we're nothing so um literally yeah go to a christian college work there and do some football stuff and uh, coach running backs there so it's awesome to be able to to work with kids and uh 
you know, ministry and stuff like that in a different way. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about me. Um, you know, kind of what I do, the, the stuff I do. Um, what about you, Regan? Yeah. So, uh, my name's Regan, uh, Regan Dvorak. I'll say it. Um, uh, like Matthew, I was born and raised here in Minnesota. Unlike Matthew, Matthew didn't really tell you a whole lot about himself. Matthew grew up in Texas. Um, oh, thank you. And uh, he's a bad boy. Um, and we connected at Crown and basically became best friends there. Well, at least he's my best friend. I don't know about me with him, but we'll figure that out as we go through these. Yeah, I'm those contenders. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I played at Crown, like Matthew said, and uh, graduated there. And uh, live in the cities, which I never thought I would ever live in the cities. Um, but a little bit about me. Obviously, I love sports. Sports is a huge thing for me as I um, grew up. Um, and uh, still to this day, uh, Matthew and I still kind of get after it. Um, and pickleball, you know, a little bit about that. Um, yeah. I don't know how many times I beat you. Probably like a 100- hundred. Five, well, fun fact, five. Matthew and I, we went to, a, like Matthew said, we went to a small school college, um, and they started a, their tennis program there, and the uh, the tennis coach was our defensive coordinator, and he knew that I had played tennis in high school, and so then I just recruited Matthew, and uh, yeah, we played college tennis, and we just got wrecked every time. <laughs> Except once. I won once. I did win one one game, and it was the last of the season. It was a great time. I, dude, I got wrecked you, so bad. It was so bad that, like, you just, like, look at these kids, and you're like, God, I would freaking smoke this kid. I would freaking smoke this kid in every other type of sport except uh, yeah. freaking tennis. It's, and then once you get to tennis, it's like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. freaking wrecked me. It People is look like an idiot. It, well, like, the guys that we were playing, the kids we were playing, we're like, excuse me, have been probably playing tennis their entire life. And like, this is their sport. This is something that they they love. We didn't really like love it. We didn't grow up really playing it a whole lot. I just started playing in like high school. And well, my college was pretty, or not my college, my high school was pretty good at tennis. That was another thing they were good at. Um, but my, my camera's not focusing right now but whatever um it'll focus hopefully there it is but yeah so uh big tennis big uh, football tennis guys um live in the old saint paul i have a six-year-old son married with a beautiful wife and uh we currently i am a uh, ups driver uh and we'll see how long that lasts but you know hey uh, shout out to all the UPS driver guys out there um, for oh shoot did that shoot I didn't mean to do that my bad uh, okay. shout out to the UPS drivers out there who are you know just getting it done you know um, <coughs> yeah that's a little bit about me um so man, I, I, I also forgot to mention okay. like uh, so 
there's a little bit of a disparity between Regan and I, just a little bit, because um, I know we were talking about sports and athleticism and all that crap. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised you didn't talk about like our awards and achievements. Um, oh. Regan was an he uh, <laughs> he was on the football team. Yeah. And uh, he was there. He was a very big contributor to our team. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't like any like anything special or anything. Like, well, if like, you what's, if you go to my Twitter page, you'll see my twenty minute. Uh, there he goes. My twenty minute. Uh, uh, what do you? Well, basically, what I was Highlight trying to say real. is that he never got like he never got the all conference awards. Yeah, but I was an all state you know? guy. You know what I mean? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't all, about that all conference, all national. You know. All stay for college. Yeah, that's just me, man. That's just how yeah. it's that's how they do the do, do the awards. <laughs> but you know, despite that, you know, he just never yeah. really was that kind that kind kind of guy. But um, you know, I was one of those all conference type guys. Yeah. Sorry, you know, yeah. Uh, not trying to break. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that that was on the record. Yeah. Be put out, put out there what about our awards? And I do Matthew all of Matthew's taxes, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk to you a little bit about this podcast. So Matthew and I had started, you know, like we talked about that we went to college together and uh, podcast was something that we wanted to do. Uh, so we actually had recorded a previous episode that uh, probably has never, no one has ever seen except maybe one person. And uh, that I, th- I think that episode is lost forever. I don't know where it's at, um, but that's this is something that we we love doing is just talking and goofing around. Uh, if you know us from college, uh, you know that Matthew and I are a bunch of goofballs, and that's why we kind of went with the, the goof and goober uh, show. Uh, so because we think that kind of fits us there. Uh, but our podcast right now is pretty much just talking about movies. Uh, Matthew and I love going to see movies we love checking them out uh in, how many uh, movies do you think we've gone on we've gone to since we've been hey we've been friends gosh i'd probably be i'd be willing to bet at least 50 movies we go to a lot of them i remember because like in college we were in a small town and we didn't have anything else to do but go watch movies or just goof around Really, that's really all we had to do. Did you get in trouble or? Yeah, <laughs> you get, well, you, I guess, yeah, I got. We both got in trouble. Yeah. We I mean, just, that's really, I mean, I didn't really get in as much trouble as you did. Uh, you had what was that like a? That. You almost got like a super big fine. So uh, I never got a huge fine. All I had to do when I got in trouble was read a book. So I mean, yeah, yeah, give and take. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. Well, oh, that, would be for another... that might be another episode if you guys want in on it. Um, but yeah, so Sorry. Matthew, so Matthew, I, I guess, what do you expect out of our podcast starting this po- whole podcast together? Um, you know what? Right now, um, not if I'm being completely honest, right? Because the idea is like we're we already talk about movies and video games and tv shows like all the time right 
so like my expectations to continue to do that but just have the ability to to let other people witness it i guess right have a good because i think we do yeah because i think we get into like like (laughs) and we'll talk about this soon but you know we have very differing opinions on certain things um yeah you know you like movies that i despise and you you know there's movies we do like together there are movies that we do like together but there are some movies that you like and there's some movies that you know, I like that you don't like and, and vice versa. So, well, uh, let me stop you there because there's some movies that you had no idea about their existence until I showed you those movies. Great example, yes. Hot Rod. And we are both big Hot, hot Rod fans. And Huge Hot Rod. Yeah. Jump in the pool yeah. tomorrow, boys. Jump in the pool tomorrow, boys. Uh, <laughs> and so that's. That's that's a good example that I and then I think you do the same for me as well. Um, yeah. That you sh- you like hey you go check out this movie or whatever. Because um, I think you haven't seen Murderville, right? Not no. I've yeah. been told that I should I should watch you gotta it. Check it out. Um, but that is that is on my list. I should mm-hmm. check it out. I think it's so. hilarious. But yes, I I, I yeah. I completely agree with you on that, that uh, it's just basically our conversations that we have a little bit more intentional, though. And yeah. It's usually, like, we talk about the movies pretty much pre after the movie, and I usually ask, it, like, what do you think about that? Um, and kind of have a conversation. I mean, today we're going to have that conversation, um, figure that all out. But, but, yeah, we're just also, you know, if you're listening to this, Congratulations! It's episode number one. You got you started off beginning. We're really happy you're here and listening. You're now officially part of the board. You are officially part of the Goofy and Goober Show, the Goof and Goober Show, and we want to welcome you. And thanks for joining and listening uh, today. Um, and so, yeah, so we're gonna kind of get into it right now. I want to excuse. Her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably edit that out, but who knows. Um, <coughs> I, I got over, I got over the flu a while ago, so it's kind of whatever. I'm still dealing with a cough and yeah, the freaking cough will get you boys. Yeah, it'll do. It'll do. The booze. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to go into it. Uh, the first thing we do want to talk about is, uh, the, our top five. We want to get into the top five. Uh, movies of 2022 since it just it is a new year um we never really did any podcasting or anything shared with you guys about the 2022 uh movies but uh we'll start with number five um and uh i i think i'll go first in this um and then matthew you can kind of follow after that um, yep. we'll, we'll go every other one kind of thing or you can go yeah. five yeah. and four whatever we'll figure it out my number five for the 2022 best movies by Riga Dvorak would be Glass Onion I think Glass Onion was a great combination of acting great combination of a story great combination I love a good mystery I love a good mystery movie, um, and as well as it's the comical. Uh, so 
It had everything you wanted in a good movie. I think Glass Onion was uh, was just great. You, you couldn't go wrong with it. Um, I, I can't think of anything that I didn't like about Glass Onion. Um, it's just probably not as much action. I'm a big action guy, so not as much action as I would like. But that's just me. So, so yeah. Matthew, what do you? What is your number five in the top okay. five? So I just want to put this out there for the record. Okay. Okay. Tell um, me. Give it to us. <laughs> Morbius is the worst movie <laughs> in the entire world. If anybody has it on their top five, like. I am so sorry for I, you. Well, um, I don't even feel sorry for horrible. that. I don't, You've got I, problems. you got problems, and I, I will never listen to you about movie recommendations. Ever, exactly. Ever. Exactly. After seeing that movie, no, never. Um, so never I just again. wanted to make sure that that was, that was on the record, because mm-hmm. we spent we spent money on that movie, and yeah, it was horrible. It was, it was a waste of time. Uh, okay, horrible. so my number five for 2022 and this might be a little bit of a curveball right. um so i'm going with dr strange in the multiverse of madness Ooh. okay now okay. Here, here's the thing now in time like this movie has gotten so much hate in different types right. of criticism like some people like it some people don't like it right i personally i, I thought it was pretty good um now let me let me rephrase here i thought it was i thought it was entertaining right there was right. a lot of things in there that i'm like when we went to the movie and saw it like i didn't know what was going to come or what happened next i didn't know who was going to die spoiler alerts um movie came out a long time ago so if you didn't watch it that's your fault um but the the people dying and literally the illuminati getting wrecked like that hit me in a weird way and i was like like they just killed off freaking Reed Richards, John Krasinski. Like I, everybody has been asking for it for a long time, and I and we finally got it, and then they killed him off, and so it was kind of like a bittersweet thing. Yeah, I think some of the some of the writing wasn't very good. Yeah. I think they did moving along in the plot point and and, and how they did stuff, and, and some of the CGI was really bad. But overall overall it for me it's rewatchable it's something that i can put on and enjoy but it's not like the banger of the year if that makes sense so like, uh, that would be my, that'd be number, my number five <laughs> well spoiler alert i think there's more to movies than cgi uh for yeah. sure 100 percent. for sure 100 percent. i believe you mm-hmm. i mean can't go better i mean if they have really good cgi but a crappy story, it ruins a movie, you know? So. Horrible. Um, yeah, so that's my number five. All right. Um, you can go ahead and do your number four if you'd like. You want me to go with number four? Go ahead. All right. Uh, my number four is a little bit more serious one. It wasn't very much action-y, but it really, it got to me. Um, I was crying at the end of it and, uh, it just really touched me in a really, it's like a biopic of a, of a Stu, his name, his name's Father Stu. The movie's called Father Stu okay. with Mark Wahlberg. So just like showing the story of this man and they, it was just really well done. And I, 
it's one of the movies I'm going to look back and like, wow, that's they did a pretty well job, good job of uh, depicting what kind of happened in his life, um, as well as just what went on in his life. And so, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I <laughs> I was contemplating if I should put this one in since it was like, it's not like a like what do you call it? Uh, fictional or yeah, fictional store movie or anything. It's a nonfiction movie basically. And so it's just like, eh. but I loved it. I, it was great. I would recommend it highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it to go see father's stew. Um, it's kind of a lower totem pole. I'm a, I'm kind of a guy <coughs> who, uh, looks for, uh, the movies that no one really ever sees. Uh, same thing with like my music, my my artistic taste. I guess it's just something that is really good and no one's really ever heard of it. And that's usually where I try to find my niche. Um, and I think Father Stew is that. I don't think a whole lot of people watched it, uh, but yeah. Okay. All right. What do you What do you got for? Uh... So number four. Okay. Um, you're gonna absolutely hate this. No oh, boy. <laughs> But I'm putting Woman King at no. Oh I'm no! I'm kidding. I can. My I can word! Do. How could I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it, it was an okay movie, but it was yeah. not an okay movie. But it was okay. 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 Oh, Here's my actual legit number four. Okay. All right. My legit number four was Beast. Okay. Um, so we saw this together at the we movie did. theater. Yep. Um, and this was with Idris. Selba, I think is that his name, Idris uh, Elba, something like that. He plays Elba, uh, yeah, Heimdall. Idris Elba. Yep. Yeah, so he plays Heimdall in in uh, Thor, um, yep. that whole franchise, um, and really did like. I just rewatched this movie on my plane ride back to Minnesota. Oh, did. I did like a bunch of trips and stuff, and I put it on. And normally, and nobody really knows this except my wife and, and people who've flown with me. Like when I fly, like it's I fall asleep right away. <laughs> And I'm asleep the entire ride. And I'm talking, it doesn't matter if it's a two-hour flight, four-hour flight, 30 minutes, it doesn't matter. Like, I will sleep the entire time. Hmm. Um, I had turned on this. I was looking at the screen on the on the thing, and it popped up, and I was like, oh, this was such a good movie when we went to the movie theater. Okay. Um, popped it up, and I literally, for the entire three-hour trip, like, I watched the whole movie and stayed up the entire time. And... The, this movie just kind of hits from a different level um being a, like a new father mm. um and like at the end so spoiler alert please go uh -oh. watch the movie before you before you listen to this mm -hmm. so like at the end of the movie when his daughter um she got like cut up or something on her side she had to get uh, they, they they made it back to this village and this village had like basically nothing except alcohol on it so he poured the alcohol on her tried to fix her up because he's a doctor and then all of a sudden he goes to try to find supplies in the place and the lion that had been chasing after them and hunting them down had followed them and so he basically was he put his daughters in like this cage and was like you guys are going to stay out here and I'm going to go right fight off this lion by myself to put you know to save the lives of the of his daughters and that just hit me so much because it's like if i was ever in that situation with my daughter like 
no like i'm sorry like i would die for my daughter like in same case probably with you and your son like if, yeah. if, if it came down to that like he had the nuts to do it and we saw it in the movie yeah. and it was just awesome because so that resonated with me because i'm a very much a very protective type person it's, um, it's kind of the way i am no matter who it is if it's a friend if it's my as much as you know me and his, uh, regan's wife argue sometimes about certain <laughs> things like <laughs> we would uh like there would be no scenario where I wouldn't step into like that. Yeah. So it really hit me. And so I really like that movie. So that's why I put it at my four. All right. All right. Um, I fell asleep to that movie. Um, just let everyone dude, dude. know. You got to go back and watch uh, it, man. I might. I might. You also worked a really long day, I'm pretty sure, before that happened. We had Did a really I... late showing. You, we, we had like a yeah, 10 o'clock showing. I think I remember. I was, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, that brings us to number three in our top five. <coughs> We're getting through these, like, fast, man. We're like 25 minutes. Let's go, I guess. Um, 25, I was pretty excited. I love this act. I, or not 25. What did, what did I say? Number three. Number three. You said 25. <laughs> I don't know why I said 25. Oh, because I said 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I love this movie. It's called The Gray Man. Uh, love the actor, Ryan Gosling. It's also with Chris Evans, uh, the guy who played Captain America. But Chris Evans is taking more of a, a villain role in a lot of his new roles that he's been taking on since Captain America. And uh, yeah, I, ever since, I, I don't know. Chris Evans is, isn't always my favorite, I guess. And but he, I think he plays a good villain. I think he's been doing well, especially with the mustache, um, as well as in this movie. Uh, you'll know, you'll begin to know about me. I'm very critical on kid actors, and the kid actor in this is great. And uh, I don't care what your age is. You're 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 the big dogs now. You know you're you're playing with. The big dog. So you, I'm not gonna hold back just because of your age, you know. Um, and uh, so, but I love Ryan Gosling, uh, the movies he's been doing, and I love that he's been in this uh, action one. Uh, loved him in Drive, um, and so he's just, uh, I don't know, just phenomenal. I, I love the the action, really action packed, um, and just kind of kept you on your toes of what's gonna happen next. Um, so yeah, loved. The Gray Man for number three. Okay, okay. <coughs> that is on my list to watch, by the way. It, you um, haven't I, seen I, it? I have heard a lot of good things oh, about it. Oh, gosh. So I got a long list of things that I got to watch. All right. Um, okay, so actually my number three is actually, man, it's a, it, it was a toss-up. Because mm -hmm. after after talking about, so so we did a podcast before, and we scrapped it. Right, but after mm -hmm. thinking about it, like the that night, I I kind of want to change my ranking a little bit. Oh okay? boy! Oh boy! So for number three, I'm gonna go with Avatar Two: The Way of the Water. Whoa! Okay. okay. So, so Regan knows that it's a little bit different now. So there's something else in there that. Okay, let's go. Okay. You okay. finally come to your senses. All right. Okay. okay. 
I still think think that it's a really I still think it's a good movie. I still think that the story is the story is a good story. I think that it's a very good if you haven't seen it again, spoiler alert, like I'm a big spoiler. I don't really care, but I'm just gonna put that out there for you guys. Um so if you you haven't watched it, do not do not continue. Go watch it and then come back. But um so the story of like him leaving the tribe to go over to the water water nation <laughs> i'm thinking like avatar the last airbender um <laughs> but uh, um him going over to like the water the the water nation or whatever like it also kind of hit me in the feels right because it's like um and this is this is something that has been impacting me in movies lately is because i think about my family and i think about my daughter and i think about all the things that like i would want to do to make sure my family was okay and to think that he would travel and leave his whole like who he was as jake Stoley as um as an avatar or whatever um to go to somewhere else to some foreign place to try to re re create new life essentially and and create a new space for his family that's safe like that's an honorable thing to do and for it to just completely <coughs> turn around like that was something that was like it kind of scared me a little bit but then it was also cool because he also had other people that were helping him if that makes sense yeah now what will what what did kind of make me switch and i'll explain it as i get into my two in a, in a moment um was that there was like a lot of flaws in in how they maneuvered the plot points that really like to me now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like Hmm, yeah, it's not as smart. I don't know why. That just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that, again, spoiler alert, that they bring back what's-his-name, like, for me, at the end, when they are about to kill him off, I'm just thinking to myself, well, they'll just bring him back. They'll just bring him into a new body. Yep. Like, what's the point? Like, all of these people are getting upset that they're going to die right or they're gonna get killed or their family's gonna get killed you could just revive them like that's all they did so what what was the fear of i don't know it for me it's like the complex you take the life complex out of it and you're like what's the point of the story then but overall if you take that aside if you you just disregard that i know it's a big piece right but it i have the ability and i've been able to do this for a lot of different movies like bad movies that Besides Morbius, Morbius was dark, <laughs> horrible. Um, but but you know that I've watched really bad movies, and I haven't always thought that they were horrible. I've always seen worse movies, but I've always seen the light in them. It's because I look past some of the, the dumb stuff, and I you know I just think about the positive. So that's kind of the way I've been thinking. But my number two is it's kind of I mean I'll explain it in a moment. But go ahead. All right, Go we're going into number two now for our top five. Uh, number two coming in for me, um, I think I'm going to have to go I, with Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I think Thor, everybody gave this movie such crap. I thought it was hilarious. I thought... Uh, it was just a great movie, great storyline about what what Thor, you building character and what's going on with Thor, 
um, as well as uh, Jane, and, and just building that those characters up. Uh, there were some parts that I just it was kind of dumb. I would agree, but I think overall it still just made it a great movie. Um, I mean, the kids weren't the best at you know they weren't that good, but they weren't like a big part of the the whole kid thing. acting. I will just say for. You'll get to know Regan. Kid acting is such a big part. It is. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have a kid act, he better be darn good. He, I mean, you're, these are people that are paying millions of dollars. They could find somebody to actually act. It's like Anchorman Two. I was thinking about this. Anchorman Two was pretty much ruined for me because the kid actor there was just bad. And I think they were trying to be funny in it, but in some ways it just ruined the movie for me because the kid actor was just bad. But, but okay. you know, I don't mean so, to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt your number oh two, gosh. but I just want to explain. So, and this is just my thought, just so I don't ever have to explain it again. For me, kid actors, when they act, when they're supposed to act and their character is a kid, I have a little bit more lenience. Now, I will attest, and I will say, when they are a kid actor, but they're supposed to act as, like, a sci-fi character or a whatever, right? Like, a different type of role, sure, they have to be better. But when kid actors are normally told, hey, you need to act like a kid, I have a little bit more lenience. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your number two. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have when we get into Avatar. I'm. I got something to say. I think that's that's gonna be. I I, I, I yeah. I'm gonna wait for to talk about that. But anyways, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder. Great movie. Great storyline. Uh, really got you going about you know what's going on with Thor. Like I said, building the characters um, up as well as kind of getting to know Thor more. Uh, and hilarious uh, the only thing you know you thought also the Guardians of the Galaxy were going to be in there a lot longer than they were than just like the 5-10 minutes that they were in there but um, still I, I think you know it's still great to have them in there other than just none at all I think it's great you know so yeah yeah, uh, yeah that was my that's my number 2 it, it's an okay number 2 um <laughs> I'll, we'll have like a different episode talking about it but um so my number two okay you ready okay. my number two is black panther wakanda forever oh okay okay i okay. saw this movie twice okay i saw this movie twice okay and i wasn't necessarily blown away the first time right. um the second time I wasn't necessarily blown away again either. But I went back and watched Black Panther 1. I went wa watched basically every movie that Chadwick Boseman was in for the MCU. Um, and it just kind of made me think of like... Um, like the whole movie was... I mean, it really was a tribute to him and who he was and what he was about. Um... And I felt that they did enough, and was it made a made a, a a beautiful exit of 
Chadwick Boseman from the MCU because they had to do it. it was, it's a difficult thing to do. They had to do it at some point, right? Um, like, or they had to figure out how to do it as best as possible. And I think the way they did it was extremely, extremely well. Um, but then also, oh my gosh, what was her name? I'm going to pull this up here. Um, the, uh, the mother of, uh, the mother of, uh, T'Challa, um, Queen, Queen Ramonda. She, the, the lady who freaking played Queen Ramonda, she is a baller, dude. Like, I have never sat in, in like, listened to one part of a movie as many times as I, as I've listened to when, when she was talking to, um, what's her name here? Oh gosh, I'm pulling up her name. That way I don't mess it up. Um, where is it? Okioi? Okoye? Okoye. Yeah, yeah. When she loses Shuri to the Talukan. Spoiler. Oh, yeah, spoiler. When she loses Shuri from the from the Talukan, and she she basically was stood up to Okoye and was like, I am the most powerful queen in the world or the, whatever of the most powerful nation in the world and i've lost everything uh something like that or whatever <laughs> have i given enough or whatever <clears throat> and that that like hit me and so i really think that black panther 2 brought out another like a different side of what black the like wakanda actually stands for like you saw different things that you didn't get to see in black panther one or infinity war um and i, I think really like resonated a little bit with kind of how like they treat family and and how you know that how centered that is if that makes sense um but also like freaking uh namor was a beast like he was a dude like he made it super fun to watch when he comes in to freaking, um, when he comes into Wakanda and he's just boo, 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 and just destroys everybody. Like, I thought that was super cool. Um, he is, he is probably my favorite villain. I, I think the, oh, he's for sure gonna be an oh, incredible for sure. villain. Yes, he's gonna, I think he's gonna play a big role coming up in like Secret Wars and uh yeah. um, you know all that stuff moving forward but yeah he was awesome he was cool i think he's gonna play a big role um i didn't necessarily like how they how they treated shuri um and in, in making her the black panther i definitely didn't wasn't expect i i was i knew she was gonna be the black panther but i was just it's not that she's a woman it's just it's different i always feel like black panther's a man and it you know when you see the comics and stuff like that like like never once was it like this small petite little girl fighting people right like yeah. didn't matter if it was the you know generations past like if you look at all the generations there are all these big burly men like super big athletic guys um i think she brings a little bit of a different type um different type of black panther but overall it was good it was good i didn't like necessarily the one thing that i was like man this is like the biggest negative to the whole movie um 
was uh Ironheart. Like her her suit at the end, like come on. Like you could have done so much better. Like she looked like a freaking Power Ranger. Like that was my biggest problem, I'm sorry to interrupt you on your number two, Matthew, but you interrupted me on my number three, and I said it's about okay. freaking time to fucking do something about it because I have been yeah, pissed off about you interrupting me. Okay, um, go ahead. <clears throat> the new suits they made in that whole thing with the uh, the warrior ladies and the freaking... Uh, uh the uh what's her name uh, oh okoye and what's her name yeah, yeah yeah that that suit you mean yeah it was what the it dumbest like the thing ever it looks like the predator she she looked like predator from alien versus predator and it was just like this is this is so dumb you could do so much better and i i completely agree they could have done so much better but they just completely botched it on that i so Here's the thing, and I didn't necessarily mind those two as much. Like, look, because I think she, they were side pieces, side characters. So this is where Regan and I differ. Like, side characters don't affect me as much as main characters. Um, they do to an extent, but not not as much as Regan. Um, and like side characters, yes, they we're weren't talk side about characters. They're not overall the overall scheme. Yes, they're side characters, man. Like they they were they were they helped move the plot, but overall they were side characters. Okay, mm-hmm. even Ironheart was side character, but I think they're also trying to make her. Uh, I think they're making a TV show about her. Yeah, if I'm not, not she, yeah, she's not a side character. She's yes, gonna be a main know, character. What I'm, is, what I'm saying is, she will be a, a main <coughs> character, but she was a side character in this movie. But her suit affected me more because I knew she was going to play a big role moving forward. Right. I don't think Okoye and um, Nakia are going to be a huge um, role moving forward. They're, they're going to be you know assisting, obviously, Shuri and moving forward through that. But ultimately, I don't think they're going to have a TV show. I don't think they're going to have like a lead role on Avengers Secret, uh, Avengers Secret or uh, Kang Dynasty. Yeah. or anything like that moving forward that's the way i thought about it but ironheart that was dog crap okay i don't care what anybody says that looked horrible the other ones i can live with whatever you're a side character you don't have to look as cool but ironheart you gotta i mean they had to do better than that well like you know you're, she's you're, she's using wakanda technology and like they this wakanda technology was able to make the black panther suit and they made it so bulky and so weird, like a that, yeah, like you said, it's a Power Ranger thing, and it's it's I don't know, it it doesn't even look like the comic either. Um, but oh. that that's it's my number two. But it's because <laughs> I know we've talked a lot about it, but the it is my number two. There is a lot more good than I think bad in comparison to the other yeah, movies that I, I watched I, personally, but. It is good. I didn't think There's... it was like bad or anything. I thought Wakanda Two was good. I, I think it would have been a lot better if they had the uh, what's his name. Uh, I mean, he died. I, I think. I personally think they should have. And this is my personal opinion. I I think they should have had Chadwick Boseman in the movie to at least like at least try to CGI him pretty much. 
yeah, CGI him or whatever, get him in there. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's it's to see his face in the movie in the Black Panther suit. Well, I'm I'm just away. Yeah, I would agree. I would say that that I'm just saying like to think about like the writers and the directors of what they were expecting of what was going to happen and they had to completely change the whole story because of you know what happened to Chadwick uh I can't think of his name. Bozeman. Bozeman. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um and so that, you know that's that's the that sad end credit scene though. What? That end credit scene. We'll the, see the what happens. Scene. We'll see what happens uh, with the Black Panther universe. But Dude, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Sorry, we're we're on the number one uh, top movie for uh, for the uh, the Goofy Goober Show baby. of 2022. Um, my number one um, would be the Adam Project. I. I, I I told you this the other day, probably. Yeah. I think. Um, but that movie was, you get all the emotions. And yes. you really feel it um, in the end, the action, the, you know, kind of figuring out what's going on with, uh, well, because Ryan Reynolds in it, but he plays Adam Reed. Um, and trying to figure out what's going on in his life and what's going on. Huge, just... It, it does it, it it's a really great story new and you just you're you just love you fall in love with the characters and not only that they have a child actor called walker scobell and he was great you know he didn't ruin the movie for you he was good and he kind of i think he from what i remember he is in love with ryan reynolds already and they had like kind of similar what do you call it? personalities uh because ryan reynolds kind of is playing that deadpool kind of character still in all of his and i think it's just more of who he is i, I don't yeah. know ryan reynolds that much but it seems like he's just kind of the deadpool just whatever but um yeah great it got mark roth ruffalo in it it's got jennifer garner i mean just a great cast as well and you know just great story about <clears throat> time traveling too. Everybody loves a good tri- time traveling movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that is my number uno. Um, Matthew, yeah. why don't you yeah, give us I... the big numeral one? Can't um, wait. So just so you know, is extremely high on my list. Like it's, it was, it could have been in my top five. Which it would have, it could have been. This Adam one? Project. Oh yeah, the Adam Project. Um, it was so good. Um, good. I will just say there's some funny parts in that movie that is just like, yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious because it's like, you see the kid, you see Ryan Reynolds because they're playing the same person yeah. technically, and you're just like, holy crap, like that's the same person but different <laughs> yeah. bodies. It was hilarious. So, um, that's a good number one. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. My number one of 2022. Oh boy is top gun maverick top gun maverick i this is a let's just say let's just make it simple this is a fantastic freaking movie like if you haven't seen it 
like go watch it you don't even need to watch the first one yeah. it'll tell you it'll tell you everything about the first one if you want to go watch the first one sure go ahead but you could watch this movie as a standalone movie without knowing anything about the the movie before there's some key things but it kind of explains it in the movie um miles teller tom cruise do a fantastic job at like working together in this movie and in creating the battle between them two um because in the movie tom cruise who plays pete mitchell um back in the first movie he rode he was the the fighter pilot for miles teller who is who's play root plays rooster um in the movie and so rooster his dad was the wingman for tom cruise and then a situation happened where basically in the first one dad the goose uh goose dies um and so there was a big like internal battle between um tom cruise and miles teller's character and you could just feel the tension the entire movie what are you laughing at you're just giving us the whole story (laughs) i said it hey i said it when we first started i'm bad about spoilers but this movie's been out for a long time if you haven't seen it that's it really is your fault yeah right but we can put like a spoiler warning at the beginning if you want and and, like tell people hey but i'm telling you why i like the movie and why the movie resonates so much Mm. um I so the tension between them two was all like a really big part of the movie. Like you could you could feel like the tension as you're sitting as we sat in the movie theater. Like you could feel it, and mm. it was almost like for me it was almost like Tom Cruise. It was I mean he was the father figure for Miles Teller's character Rooster. Like he grew up. And, and helped raise that kid hmm. throughout the military or whatever with his with his with his dad and it just it was you could feel the tension <laughs> throughout the movie but i will say also the freaking the stunts and the stuff that they did in the movie dude like it's it was awesome like when you find out that they actually flew the planes in that movie like you have such a different appreciation mm. for the right. movie i tom cruise although i don't like all of his movies i'm not a huge fan of all of his movies not but a fan of scientology yeah i mean eh, whatever uh, <laughs> i will say this guy has got some guts yeah. like the stuff that he does i saw a, a video on instagram like a week ago um him doing some stunt for a movie coming up where he literally was driving off this cliff on a ramp with a parachute and the motorcycle and he drives off and as he goes down he has to pop up in this parachute and so normally most people would do like stunt doubles but he's like no i want to be in it i'm I'm, I'm in it i'm doing this and so it makes the experience that much better so there really isn't much I, I mean much more i can say other than this is a fantastic movie um it definitely does hit one like a, a number for me for all like all the movies i've ever watched um it definitely goes up there um and not it's not because i even watched the first one the first one i find actually pretty horrible 
Um, it wasn't very good, um, to be honest. Like, I think Tom Cruise was kind of cheesy in that movie. Yeah. He did a lot of, like, just staring into the camera and smiling and doing this weird little head knob, nod thing. But it was a great movie. I definitely recommend it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. And you'll, I promise you, if you don't come out like without like tears on your eyes or you know excite exciting to see excitement to see it again or you know punch me in the face but it's a good movie well all right wow fantastic we got through our top fives of 2022 movies to go and watch uh if you guys uh liked what you heard or you have some different uh views uh, why don't you let us know down in the comments? We'd love to hear it and uh, tell you why you're wrong. Um, yep. That's okay. Everybody can be wrong sometimes, and that's all right. Uh, but that is going to move us into uh, one specific movie we're going to talk about. Uh, it made your top five, um, and we're going to talk about that today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Avatar 2, uh, The Way of the wa- the Way of Water. Um <clears throat> and this uh this whole I'll kind of give you a brief uh so Jake Sully lives with his newfound family foreign the ex- extra solar moon Pandora once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started Jake must work with the Natiri and the army of the Na- Navi race to protect their home. It was directed by James Cameron. Uh, writers include James Cameron, uh, Rick Jaff- Jaffa, and Amanda Silver. Uh, they're bringing back a lot of uh, the original cast with uh, Sam Worthington, uh, Zoe Z- Salda, Stephen Lang, Sig- Sigourney Weaver, uh, also bringing on Kate Winslet, uh, bringing on Jermaine uh, Clement. Uh, who's some other big actors that came out of this? New actors that they added. Um, oh, the Spider Guy. Don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> as you guys might know, uh, this movie for me was not uh, a big, I was not a big fan of. Uh, and I'll, I, well, we can get into that a little bit, um, but um, Matthew made your top five, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you you uh you liked it. There was some things that you kind of changed your mind a little bit since the last time we talked. Uh, but before it was in your top two, um, yep. And it made your th- number three. Um, why why change it up? Why was I mean? First off, I'd like to ask like. Why was it in your first, like at the beginning, in your first top two, and then why change your mind? Yeah, so I think, and this is, you ever go through like a, like you ever watch a movie and you're like on a high for that movie or that franchise? Like we watched for Christmas, we watched Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Tone. Um, so it got me on a Harry Potter crave. So I watched all of the Harry Potters. Fantastic Beast, Dumbledore. Um, so I watched them all, right? So I kind of get on these like little craves where I'm like, man, I gotta get, I gotta get me some more Harry Potter. Like I gotta dive into this. Right. Um, I, I watched. So first things, combination of things. 
So I watched Black Panther. I watched Infinity War. Um, I watched Captain America um, versus uh, Civil War. Yep. Okay. So basically everything with Chadwick Boseman in it. Okay. And the reason being was because I'm waiting for February 1st when Black Panther 2 comes out on um, on Disney Plus so I can watch it again. Yeah. So I was preparing. Um, but then I also threw on Avatar 1. Um, and I watched Avatar 1 when we, when I was heading to sleep. And I just realized, like, Avatar 1 was like, it wasn't very good. <laughs> there was, it wasn't very good. I go back and watch it now, and I'm like, this CGI is really bad. Like, I don't know how it made billions of dollars. Um, when the, you know, the CGI, and, and back in the day, sure, the CGI looked really good. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it doesn't really hold too well. Right. Um, and so it just got me thinking about, like, man, like, in the next two or three years, because every time I watch a movie, like I watched <laughs> Avatar, or excuse me, uh, The Avengers, like a couple months ago, and it does not hold up uh, CGI-wise. It's, like, not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to watch because it's entertainment, but it's it, it doesn't hold up. Like, it wasn't as, like, when I would, went to the movie theater, I saw it, and I was like, holy crap. Like, this is so awesome. Um, and so I think I was, like, on a little bit of a high um, for Avatar at the time. But I will say I do still like it right now. And the reason why, 2022, it offered a lot of good movies, but it really didn't. There was a lot of bad movies. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of bad movies we saw together that were just, like, it was very hard to, to, to stack Avatar 2 above black panther because there was no other movie that could have like helped steer that and after seeing all the other avengers it just made me rethink i was like oh man this movie has way more impact on the mcu moving forward than the avatar 2 does on the avatar series moving forward um and so that's part of the reason why i switched it's still a great movie it's still got really good graphics it, it hits every note that I would love for a movie. It, I, I will re rewatch it when it comes out. But the reason why I moved it from number two to number three was because I, I'm just way more excited about Black Panther, what Black Panther has to do with the MCU moving forward than Avatar does with Avatar moving forward. Although standalone Avatar 2 was a good yeah. If you remove all the CGI in Avatar 2... Is it still a good movie? Um, I th- well, it depends on how you would do it, right? Because what are you doing, like a cartoon? I, well, if you just do it <laughs> like, uh, uh, like a Muppet, what, what, what's the Tim Tim Horton thing? <laughs> if you do it like, <laughs> or like, because they used to do it seriously, like back in the day. What was it? What's the movie? That it's all Muppets and they're dead serious. Like it was, uh, it wasn't America. Look, I think in, and I get where you're coming at and I'm just going to squash it down. Okay. But like, if you did that to any movie, to any movie, you wouldn't like it as much. I don't think you would. You if still... you were to take a, if you were to take Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. Okay. And you were to take Top Gun Maverick and take it away from all of its glory of what it is now, and you recreate it into, let's say, the Muppets or a claymation or a cartoon, 
Yeah. Like that is such a, it's such a different experience that it wouldn't have been in my top five. I don't think, right? Really? Like it, it would have hit me differently. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think that's I think I don't know. It's like when I think about Star Wars and the Clone Wars, right? You've seen Star Wars the Clone. Have you seen the the actual side movie that's a cartoon? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you stack that up versus Clone Wars. Like Clone Wars two or uh, Star Wars two, Clone Wars, not a very good movie, but the cartoon also isn't a very good movie. Well, like, it's a horror movie. I would I would disagree because uh, there's a movie I have on VHS, Lord of the Rings. There is a old time Lord of the Rings movie that was made cartoon, and then they made a you know the live action one. And I love the cartoon because it's corny and it's it's just fun and it's hilarious to me. I mean, they were being serious, I think, at the time, but I think, but it still it was it's a good move because I just think it's funny the way they made it. They did a bunch of different things of like animation, and it was kind of revolutionary actually at the time when they made it. But yeah, I I think that, that, if you take away. I think if you take away the CGI in Avatar 2 and what they, I mean, the whole basis of Avatar 2 and why people love it is because of the CGI. It's not because of the story. It's not because of the acting. It's not because of this crazy new idea that uh, uh, James Camden or James Cameron came up with. It's just because of the CGI that people love it. And that's that to me is very thin because just like he stated, if you go back and watch Avatar One, it looks like trash, and it's a bad movie now because it looks like it's like an iPhone. You know, back in the day, iPhone Five was a revolutionary phone, but now yeah. it's just a piece of trash that nobody wants, and so it's just it's it, the basis. Of this movie is I'm not it's it's just not good because there's more to a movie than just CGI. I I would agree that the CGI in this movie is incredible. It's breathtaking. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm oh, saying <laughs> yes, but there's more to a movie than the CGI. There was actually parts I was gonna say this. I didn't I didn't tell you this actually last time. There were parts in the movie that because the way they recorded the whole thing, they were, all the actors were actually underwater. Okay, so there was a part in the movie, spoiler, uh, where the uh, the humans were attacking the Navi, uh, and they were underwater swimming. And I'm assuming they were recording this all underwater. But then they had these little lobster robot things that were swimming at them. And you could tell how bad of the CGI compared was. There's a reason why James Cameron wanted the actors and record it underwater because it looked way better in when he when he did record it than to actually make a CGI and have them like uh, propel basically from like lines whatever. So it looked way better. But then he come did that with these lobster things so it made it look like if you watch spy kids 3d it looked like spy kids 3d the animation there looked like 
trash. I mean, it was really quick, but it was like, ugh, that didn't look good. Uh, and this whole movie is based off of CGI. And so to me, it, that was a big thing. Um, but that's that's not just the thing I didn't like about it. Um, there's other things like I, I guess. Let me ask you this. So, <coughs> so in the movie, right? Like every, obviously everybody had to make a choice, right? Like the directors made the choice on why they went a certain way. Yep. Um, story went a certain way. Yep. Okay. So when we look at the movie in its entirety, right? Like we look at, the graphics then we look at the story we look at all of that right like that's how that's how people are driven to the movie right like the graphics are a big piece because if it wasn't then like who would go to it right like especially nowadays right like we got to think about like the generation like that's how that's how they get people in the door right because that's how they make the money but what i was going to say is how as a director who has to make these choices of appealing to i would say the large portion of people would care a lot about the graphics and the story can differ a little bit or not not be as good how would you as a director take that next step as to you know because it costs money to do graphics and it costs money to create a story and to find the right people to tell the story so how would you take that next step to be able to say you know what let's let's cut back on the cgi right let's focus more on the story and let's be story driven moving forward like how would you make that type of decision knowing that your main audience is driven by graphics and, and seeing what they can see in, in the type of world that they're creating i think you when you're looking at graphics there's good equilibrium there's you, you can really look i mean james cameron is not just a new director i mean this guy has been doing it since you know the 70s maybe i think the 80s the guy made terminator he did titanic he did aliens the guy knows what to do it's not necessarily the people are coming here just because james cameron is all this graphic cgi guy James Cameron is they come to, so, but they come to Avatar for it though. What do you mean? Like when they originally sold Avatar, they originally sold the graphics, like as the big piece, right? Like this is the experience you have to make in the movie theater to be able to see and experience what it's like to enter the world of Avatar. Yeah, I think that's just completely baseless. Don't mm. because okay. you, there's. Like I said, there's there's not like you'll make good money now, but it's not going to be good. Like like you said, you we watched it and it's just bad. I, I'm not somebody either. <laughs> I should have just told you this too. I don't really go back and rewatch watch movies a whole lot. I usually just watch one movie and be done. If I watch the whole thing, if I had didn't watch it, I'll rewatch it. Try to or at least or I'll fall asleep because I fall asleep pretty easily <laughs> to movies. Um, but like. Not even that, I mean, even within the Avatar 2, I'm going to talk about this now, the, the acting, I mean, you brought in a lot of good actors, 
like Sam Worthington, Sigourney Weaver, Kate Winston, Stephen Lang, Zoe Saldana. Um, I, I think a great ad. I love this actor is Jermaine Clement. Loved him in um, Flight of the Concords. Um, and seeing him kind of grow as an actor actually has been really good to see that. But the, the child acting in this was horrendous. And these aren't like, you know, like 12-year-old kids. These are like 18, like technically adults, kids playing teenagers. And the worst of it was, <coughs> spoiler alert, Sigourney Weaver plays uh, her, I think it, they're going to, we're going to find more about Kiri in the next films and who she is. Um, and finding out that she's actually just a clone of uh, what's her face, uh, just made into uh, someone else. Yeah, a, a, naive, a Navi. Um, but she's playing a teenage girl, this older woman who's what sixties. She's got to be in her sixties. Um. 73 73 yeah yeah there yeah trying to play a teenage girl I, I think that was a horrible mistake they should have gone with an actual child and or teenager at least to play that because you could it was just bad she she said she would watch kids and and really inter, interact with them but it just like I, I didn't buy it I didn't really buy that at all um, Spider was the worst. I don't think anybody likes Spider. But here's my point with kid actors. You stated Harry Potter. What's his name? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was 12 years old when he started recording Harry Potter. That was an incredible... It, it doesn't take much. to that. That's a good actor. That's a good child actor. He's 12 year olds. These kids are 18. The kids there are 18. They they can they can find kids out there that are plenty that are plenty good actors, but they they find some trash actors whatever Jack Champion to play Spider and he's just not good. Not good at all. It it reminds me of the Disney Channel. They weren't trying they were trying to force a lot of things with these kid actors and like the overuse of bro in the movie by these kid actors were was cringe cringe maybe cringe because it's just like kids don't talk like that they don't say bro all the time i i do stuff with youth you all know. the time how do you know i do you stuff with youth. youth i have nieces that are that time. age and these yeah. Anyways, oh, and what, what do you have? What do you have the response to that, Matthew? Um, in my yeah, rebuttal okay. of why I don't think Avatar Two was the best. Okay, so just a couple things, and and we can go on, and we have gone on yeah. for hours on this, but I, I will say this: this is as you were speaking, and I was thinking about the movie. This spider in particular is a kid who is who is troubled in his identity right so he's a person who he is a human 
but for his entire life he has lived and tried to acclimate into the navi right so if you imagine like a kid who like he was homeschooled his whole life right mm -hmm. and then he goes into public school he is extremely weird he is so different you know all about it you're homeschooled um i'm kidding <laughs> but was, um, yeah. he, he's a kid who <coughs> he's trying to fit into a place that is so far beyond his like he like how would you ever be able to try to live in the navi world and, and and do it as a human right so he is trying to acclimate into it which i'd be willing to bet and if that's what they were trying to sell i agree it i agree right because they sold it to me as this is a this is a kid who doesn't have a father who doesn't have direction in life who's trying to live a part of something that he shouldn't be um, he really shouldn't be living in the Navi world or, or really experiencing that, to be honest with you. Um, it's like if you put your kid in like some, some like, I mean, we're Christian and then we put some, our kid into a school full of uh, Muslims, right? It, it'd, be, it'd be very a tough situation to put your kid into a, into a group of people like that and not expect the kid to be a little bit weird and a little bit different and act a little bit weird, no. right? But no, yeah, no, you can't. That no, is, that is the a whole great selling point. For the him. whole, no, the whole premise of spider is that he never w grew up outside of Pandora. He's always known Pandora and the Navi. He's been a part he's of the human. Navi and yes, he's, he's different. He's different, but he is a part of the Navi. And he, that's the other thing I don't didn't like is that he completely betrayed the Navi and the Navi. I, I don't know that. Well, and you go back and watch he didn't betray the navi he was saving his life he like any person like he's gonna he, get himself killed to, to help his friends or he was gonna kill his friends the only people help. that were accepting of him were the navi and then he was told about his own race and how horrible they were and then those people captured him and the and then you know He's fighting back of letting, getting, trying to, they, them trying to take information from him and he's fighting them back. But then all of a sudden he's like, all right, fine, I'll show you where they're at. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you remember the, I don't think you remember the movie. Okay. So here's what happened. Okay. And, and spoiler alert. Here you go. Here's what happened in the movie. Okay. So Spider was actually splitting time with the Navi and the humans right because at the beginning of the movie he was looking at the navi in the in the tube right but there was also humans there um so he was splitting time with the navi and the humans that's how he got the the oxygen packs that's how he got the mask at the beginning of the movie yeah um I so that he splits time with them so i both i think we both can agree on that now no i don't agree with that we agree. You just agreed. No, he doesn't. That's that's, it's not that. half and half. It's split between the human. No, he. The majority of his time was with the Navi. That the majority of the time. But I'm saying it's split. I'm not saying it's an exact fifty-fifty. I'm not saying I, it's a sixty-forty. I, I think it's a, like a ninety-ten. And the only reason why he would go back is for his his pack thing to keep him so he could stay breathe. Maybe. I don't know. 
I, I don't think that that was the case. We'd have to we would have to rewatch it in order oh, for us to make that decision. Now, but if you do remember, <laughs> if you don't remember the movie, I'll let you know. Okay, so he didn't just he didn't just like throw his people under the bus. He had a Navi, and they were hurting the Navi, and they were about to kill a Navi before he decided to say something yes that's what that's what happened no you're thinking of when he was captured and then he like they were about to kill a navi and he decided no that's not that's where they were burning that's where they were burning the the village i'm not talking about that i'm talking about when they first got uh first trapped him took him back um and they were about to kill one of the people one of the brothers or sisters or whatever that's what I'm talking when about. When he got captured and they brought him back to the, the facility? They brought back two people. They brought back the girl and they brought back him. No, the, he only got... It was only one person that was brought back and it was Spider. I don't think so. Yes, I think there no, was one person... I think there was somebody else there and he no, didn't... No, Matthew, you're... He didn't do uh, ordinance until somebody started to get hurt. And that's something... Hey, we got to go back and watch it. I'm just saying. We're okay. all talking about something, but we ha- we don't remember. All I'm saying I remember. is watching the movie, he never just was like, you know what? I'm just going to give out the information. That's literally what happened. That's not what happened. He was fighting it at first because they had like this machine thing to read his thoughts. And he's like, no, no. And he, they were about to kill him. And then his dad, whatever his name, Cordage. Yep. Came in, is like, oh, hang on, I'll let me go talk to him. And then he did like a little talk. He said, "Hey, mind you come with me?" Basically, and then uh, basically you could either watch me kill him, or you can just uh, tell me where they are right now. Huh? And then he's like, "Okay, yeah, I'll just tell you where they are." And then it's just like, this is dumb. You wouldn't no. do that. You'd be like, no. you're not going to find them. And, and I know for a fact that, and and that was the whole thing with Sam, or I mean, not Sam, uh, Jake, is that freaking Spider knew everything about their whole organization because he was a part of the Na'vi. And they treated him a part of, of the Na'vi. And that's why Jake left because he knew that uh, Korich was going to be coming for him. So it's, I'm right, and you're wrong. So you just... I mean, we haven't seen the movie in, like, oh literally three weeks. It's been three weeks. Oh, God. Since we've seen it. So for us to not remember exactly oh. how it happened... I'm glad um, we're recording yeah. this so we can go back and I can show you how yeah, right cause, I was. Because I remember... Um, he never never just gives up the location. No, the only the only time he ever gave up location was when somebody got hurt, and I remember that. No, he gave up where they got. How how did they get their little uh, dragon guys from? The flying uh, birds. What do you, what do you call them? He was trying to sabotage him, dude. He was trying to sabotage him. He said, "You gotta wrestle him," or whatever. <laughs> he knows you gotta wrestle him, and the guy wrestled him off of the ledge. Yeah. And then, but he showed him where they were. He showed him like everything about the Navi and how they lived, and they were, he was helping them. 
basically live like a Navi so that they could understand the Navi so they can be better at tracking them and hunting them down. <laughs> I think we're going to always disagree on this that. Is, but. This is going nowhere. Um, but I appreciate you having these conversations with me and letting me speak my mind even when we um, What's your thoughts on the scene with, uh, with a son that... Um, so he... Uh, the the boys take him out to the ocean or whatever and they're like come on man come on like you're not the you're not the brother that we were supposed to be talking to or whatever and like tricked him to come out there and then they left him yeah. um and then the scene where that that freaking fish came after him dude that was a that was a good scene that, that was a good scene the, the whale the, the shark thingy whatever yeah that reminded me of star wars episode one uh, when uh, Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon went down in uh, to the the not what was it the Gungor's little yep. uh, hideout and uh, they were being chased by a fish and Qui Gon the then the bigger fish came and attacked them and then Qui Gon says there's always a bigger, fish. bigger fish there's always a bigger fish yep um, and I think uh, James Cameron stole that from. So, I think he could have. I think he could have. Yeah. No, no, no. He, they never said that in the ma that movie. No, they didn't say think. that. But there's always a bigger fish. That that was. I mean, it was introducing the the whale type creatures. Thing. Yeah. And. Uh, so, so before we jump into the whale type, because I, I want to ask this question. So, um, when when they brought introduced the whales, right? And they, mm -hmm. so in the movie, they brought all of the whales back to um, wherever the village, that water village was. I don't even know what it's called, the water village area. Yep, yep. And all of the Navi, the water Navi, were swimming with the whales. I mean, what was your thoughts on that um, piece? And then, like, how did you feel afterwards when they basically, they killed off the main whale? lady with with the child um what's your thoughts on that i didn't really i i thought it was dumb i, I really didn't like the whales i that the like they have that like intimate that they they were had i don't know i guess it's a different whole whole world and i i don't know it's kind of a <clears throat> it's a newer not necessarily a newer thing but it just to show that they were really close with the animals um in in this in pandora and uh, but that the these whales were like they made like this soul bond with the navi and to me that was kind of like eh, i don't know I think they're they're kind of really pushing it um, with these whale character thingies, especially like that. I mean, yeah, they can say that they're really smart or whatever, but I mean, I don't know. It wasn't my it wasn't like super interesting for me or whatever. I don't think they really touched too much on. Uh, the whole point of the whales what yeah. about you i think the biggest thing in 
I kind of said this in my top five. A lot of movies that hit me with like having like a kid and having a family and stuff, like that has been hitting me a lot, dude, with movies. Like it's almost like my kryptonite. Like if I cr- like if I almost cry to something, it's because of something like that. So yeah. like at, they kill they kill the they kill the whale, and then the kid uh, the child of the whale the the baby mm-hmm. was also there. In it was alive, but it was basically like wanting to beach itself on on the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt a little bit of a connection. I did think it was kind of weird how much of a connection they had with these animals. But I also thought about episode or the first movie where they, you know, they literally stick their hair in the hair of the flying beasts, and they literally are connected, and they can feel each other's heartbeat and all that stuff, and they can feel each other's thoughts. So. Right. It was weird, but it was like, I was like, okay, this makes sense in this world based yeah. off of the first movie. But like that, but I, I would think with that connection, you would have a bigger spawn and you'd be able to talk with that animal, actually talk to that animal, than to actually have another, this other animal and you'd be able to just talk to it and not, and then have a bigger bond, technically a larger bond with that animal than the animal that you like connected with because jake's in one of the movies his his uh creator whatever flying bird whatever thing you call it flying dinosaur died yeah and it wasn't like a super dramatic thing compared to when one of the like the whale the whale that died because well yeah the way they the oh, whale they hunted the first dragon like die in war or something like that yeah it was die in war it was in a battle i think that i think that that's a little bit different than somebody getting murdered like like straight up murdered no battle no like he had like the whale had no way of fighting it like yeah. i think that's different but like it hit me different because i like if i see like well, I, the dragon. I, I get I get what you're saying. I, I understand yeah. how you, you can see it and you kind of have a feeling toward it. But like to me, it's just like, okay, but then you're showing this bond between the creature that that you don't have really that bondage you would have technically with other creatures that like <coughs> Navi have with the sea creatures that they ride. Um or yeah. even the ones that they fly and those ones they're not as close with compared to the whales and i'm saying like they should have probably shown a lot more of a connection with the, that i don't know it's it, and uh, yeah um oh shoot i was gonna talk to you about one thing on this um but our time is getting up here um we we've been going off we've been talking a lot about a lot of things I guess we can just do like a final thoughts of the movie. Like yeah, and, and, and why don't we do a final thoughts and your rating on the movie? Um, how okay. do you want to do a rating system? Dude, I don't know. You want to just do like five stars or five? We could do like five stars or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I guess I'll go. Yep. Um, so obviously, I made my top three for the year. Um, I just, I mean, there wasn't a lot of great movies in 2022. There were, but I mean, it was tough to choose, but, um, Avatar, I would say if I were to put on a scale, it probably would be like a, it'd probably be like a four out of five. Um, 
which isn't like i mean it isn't i mean it's good but it's it's not a perfect it's not a perfect rating obviously um <clears throat> final thoughts on it i think it's a good movie i think it's rewatchable i think it's something that if if you just take the time to watch it sure you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna have fun watching it um there are some things obviously that aren't the greatest which is why it's a four four out of five um it doesn't make the movie very good but i will say uh, the movie overall it's an extremely rewatchable movie um especially like if you have a kid the kid will probably like it um yeah, i like swear it a lot in the movie good, so. they do swear a lot in the movie the that is do. true um but i thought it was pretty good rewatchable movie something that uh you know made my top five it was the number mm-hmm. three for me in the top well, and, uh, thank you matthew um i will tell you that um completely different on you they i give it a two out of five um i only give it i i would give it less but the only reason i think with the cgi it i think is it gets it has to give it something um, because it is revolutionary and everything. So I do think that there are some good things that came out of it. Um, but it's the story, the acting, there's a lot of things that just didn't really add up. I, I also, with, you know, the rev- now you can just revive people all the time. Um, and so that's, it's you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at. I think I'm at a two out of five. I, I didn't think it was that good of a story. I think it they, they just kind of, we're lazy the bad the, yeah like i said the kid acting was horrible and ruined the movie for me so. <laughs> the acting was horrible Ugh. like I, we all know. <laughs> yeah well um thanks matthew for uh sitting in and uh, having a conversation about uh you know we talked about our top fives as well as avatar 2 um uh, as well as uh goof and goober and wh- who we are um but we want to thank you guys for listening and having a, sharing this time with us. And uh, we hope you come back and listen for more. So I appreciate you guys coming. And uh, from there, we will say, give you a goof and goober. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.